Carried. Nothing but the best. And we also have the best celebrity guests here on Sonia on Air. And joining us right now, I'm so excited. So excited because this conversation is on the tongues and the lips of everyone, the have and the have nots. Renee Lawless, oh my gosh, now she plays the sinister matriarch. Catherine Cryer on OWN Network's drama series, The Have and the Have Nots. Renee, how are you? I am great. Sinister <laughs> has never been a word I've heard before. That was wonderful. <laughs> Actually, I'm fighting a cold, so forgive me, I'm sounding a little hoarse. <laughs> no, so I hear you're in New York City, is that true? Yes, I am. I'm sitting in my hotel room. I, 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 I'm actually... Uh, I am in New York City and not in your studio, only because I have another appointment later today. That I know. I wasn't able to make the John. I know. Um, it's okay, though. I am in New York City. Yay! How are you liking New York City? You like it? Well, I love it here. You know, I lived here for a little over 10 years. Okay. And I come back and visit, and I'm in town doing meetings and stuff and just catching, like, seeing old friends and catching a bunch of shows. I've got two today, actually. Oh, what shows are you going to see? Um, well, I've, I'm on show six and seven, mm. so I'm singing Hello, Dolly, today with the fabulous Bedness. Well, hello, Dolly, yes. well, hello. <laughs> exactly. They're singing Time in the Conways, the new one, it's in previews, it just started this week. Oh, cool. Stubborn. Oh, cool. So I'm looking forward to that. Wow. Well, you know, let's talk about you and your character oh, on the have and have nots. Now, every single week that the show airs on um, own network, social media is literally on fire. So for those of, of those uh, who are listening and who haven't watched the show yet, tell us about the show, the have and the have nots and also your, your character, Catherine Cryer. That's a loaded question. I know. Our show is just basically um, we're kind of like a modern-day dynasty, I think, in many ways, where we are basically a show with the problems with the rich and the problems with the poor and how they interact, but yet everybody's got the same problems. It doesn't matter what their incomes are. Well, I'm sorry, Catherine. Before you continue, can you just talk up just a little bit more? Yes, I'm sorry. You know what? I'm going to do this. Can you hear me better now? That's much better. Right, I took you off speaker. Sorry okay. Basically, our you know show is about the problems of uh, the wealthy and the problems with the not so wealthy. But the fact of the matter is, they both had the same problems. Whether yeah. they, you know, we all have they, they both had problems with their families. They both had problems with their kids, with with life, and then how they interact. And I think you know the haves and the have nots, and a, a basic thing of our show, I think, is what does it mean to have? Mm-hmm. Does, is, does it mean money? Does right. it mean um, a family? What, is it, what does it really mean to have? And as far as Catherine is concerned, I play a very powerful and old money wealthy uh, matriarch. And But I think the key thing that we've noticed over the last you know four or five seasons is that I'm a lot more powerful mm-hmm. than was originally thought. Yeah. I mean, I, I married, you know, I, I basically had two children. One of them sadly committed suicide. I have, my other child has a chemical abuse problem. Um, and, but I have decades, decades of family history. I pretty, my family pretty much controlled the state in many ways. Mm-hmm. So as much as my husband, played by John Schneider, thinks he's running the show, 
no. <laughs> and, uh, you know, so Catherine is that on the out, she has it. But then at the same time, she's a very lonely person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And her only friend happens to be her former housekeeper. Right. Who is a have-not. Mm-hmm. But they have a lot in common. And I think that Catherine, I think, is just now developing a little bit of a moral compass, but not mm-hmm. so much. Whereas, whereas Hannah has her moral compass, I think. Mm-hmm. So, um, I hope I gave it, you know, that's pretty much. Yeah, you did. You did. But you know what I want to know? Because your character on, on the show is so strong, very, very strong. Um, do you find that in your, your personal character is similar to that of Catherine? Or are there a lot of differences? Well, as an actor, there's always a little bit of, of you and, and everything you do. I mean, that doesn't mean that if I played a serial killer that I'm a serial killer. Right. But there's, there's an element of my personality in that person. Um, I, Renee is a very strong person. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes I wish I was as strong. As, I, I'm very strong, but I think Catherine can be as strong as she was because of where she had she is and the statue, the um, standing she has in life. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, and I'm a very. Um, I don't get want to use the word outspoken, but that's okay. Little hard headed. I'm mm-hmm. a hard headed kind of person, a little bit like Catherine. Um, I wish. I mean, I I sometimes speak before I think, and I sometimes I feel like I open my mouth to change. Me speech. too. Me too. Whereas, and I do. Please don't. I mean, I'm very strong in that way, but I wish I had some of Catherine's Sitzba in mm. that she can command something that I am working toward to command. Right. And I think part of that comes from her power, though. I don't wield her power. It would be the difference of, of what we think when Oprah walks in the room. Mm-hmm. She has 25-plus years of history behind her that you see when she walks in the room. Yeah, yeah. And she can command that without even trying. Right. So that's what Catherine has. Yeah, she the does. People in, 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 in the world of the haves and the have not. Mm-hmm. everyone knows who Catherine yes. is. Yes. And everyone, you know, watching knows who Catherine is. So, you know, what I'm thinking, because, you know, we always want to have complete creative control over everything, either your acting or in your personal life. Now, if you had Correct. complete creative control over the narrative of Catherine, what direction do you think that you would take her in moving forward? If I had complete creative control, uh-huh. Renee probably would have kicked Jim to the curb a long time ago. <laughs> yes, um, me too. <laughs> And I think we saw this season that she has moved out of the house and she has kicked him out of the house. So that narrative is kind of coming around. Whether it stays there or not, I can't speak to that. Right. I think Catherine should, um, I mean, Catherine has had, on a a love interest up there, I mean, she's had affairs throughout her life, but I think she should go find a man equal to her stature. Yeah. And I think, although, you know, her and Jim is very much like Lion in Winter, they are a, um, they complement one another. I wish Catherine um, would get more involved at work. I mean, she mm. still controls her fa- her father's um, companies and stuff, but I wish we saw more of that. Right. I wish um, Catherine would go back to work. <laughs> she doesn't need to do for the money, but basically had a more hands-on approach. Right. Um, but 
then do you think that would probably take away from her character if she did go to work? Because remember, she's a part of the elite, the haves, and you don't find the haves working too much. Even the elite, they own a lot. They they manage a lot. True. They do step into the boardroom on occasion. True. True. And throw down the gauntlet. I mean, there isn't. Now, granted, if my husband was in charge of all of that Mm -hmm. and I was merely the wife, then. Then no, I wouldn't step in the boardroom. But, right. but we are on the board of banks. We are on the board of organizations. Mm-hmm. I would like to show up at a board meeting. Or, in, in, in real life, right. these women who are part of the elite, they are they help with philanthrop- philanthropic I hear you. Things. Yeah, yeah. They run the, the fundraisers for mm-hmm. X, Y, and Z. Yeah. So it's something like that. I would like her, even if it was we saw something more of her... Philanthropically, mm-hmm. um, so she's in, she's getting ready to run a fundraiser or something. I don't know, pick <laughs> something, you know. Um. But you know, I lo- I love that answer, and and I love it because. You know, it is a social responsibility and it includes extending the narrative of the women's movement. And I think that that's what we're really looking to see more on television. You know, just not a woman who is strong in tough situations, but a woman who is also leading the narrative and owning her business and just how the world operates. Um, So, yeah, I would definitely like to see. uh, Yeah, if, if I could throw that away. And here again. Because I think, you know, Tyler Perry is a brilliant writer. Yes. I think we're so involved in the personal lives right now mm-hmm. of our characters that that it's not that he, I, I don't think, wants to bring in an external narrative. Like that. It's just not the direction that he saw it, you know. Right. We, we've evolved. I mean, I think even he's changed his mind on what mm-hmm. was going to happen with the show from when he first started it. But, I mean, for instance, our show is based on as the backstory of his film The Family That Prays with Kathy Bates. I thought so. And That's what I was talking about earlier. Right. Yes. So we are kind of like the backstory. We're not those characters, but we're but that's what we were based on. And you know, Kathy Bates it. walked into the boardroom. Uh-huh. You know, and right. was, you know, she she knew what was going on at the office, whether she was in the office or not. Yeah. And so yeah, so that's I agree. And I I think the one thing I do like about our show, yeah, we've got, you know, the men's got their thing on going, but he uh, he writes strong women. Yeah, he and does. I love it. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> you know, um, everyone keeps telling me that um, I remind them of one of the characters on the show just because of my, my strong um, personality. So it's good. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's so good, you know, where you can now look at television and it is so relatable. And I'm telling you, every single time the have and the have nots airs, like people are, social media is ablaze. So you are a part of a wonderful journey. Would you call this your biggest? And we tweet live too. We tweet live as well. Oh, we cool. We tweet live with the fans every Tuesday night. So if you follow us on Twitter, uh-huh. you know, and if we can't make it, we preface that. Sorry, mm. coming late to the party, going to miss it tonight, <laughs> whatever. But we tweet live, mm. all, almost, almost all of it. Oh, cool. So you're very it's active on, on, on social media, exactly, I assume. Exactly. To the point, I, just like our fans, just like our fans, mm-hmm. I'd say do not call me <laughs> between 9 and 10 o'clock on yes. Tuesday night. <laughs> do so they listen, though? Because my friends don't listen. Answer, <laughs> and now my friends are, going, are, are, are 
reverting to texting, and I go, child, and I got time. I have got to be on my computer, and I need to be tweeting with my fans. I love it. But my friends don't listen. Every time I'm on the air, you know, I tell my friends, don't call, don't text. They still do it. (laughs) You know, so I hope you have better friends than I do. (laughs) But will you consider this um, your largest or your biggest role to date? On on, on this medium, absolutely. Mm -hmm. I mean, um, I had been on Broadway with you and the Beast. I was on Broadway National Tour with Wicked for five years. I've done theater. So I had already reached... um, I hadn't won, you know, a Tony or anything, but I mean, I had already been on what we consider the highest platform in theater, and yeah. Broadway. Um, so while I had done some independent films and some minor films, this is my largest uh, role, yes, to date in, mm. in the television film medium. Absolutely. Okay. Do you think you would want to go back to doing um, theater? I want to do both. I mean, I want to continue doing more television and film, yes. Mm-hmm. And theater will always be a part of my life. It will always be home to me. Right. Especially after being in New York all week and seeing my friends in shows and yeah. seeing various shows. It's it's something that I long for, but I like knowing that I can do both. And, yeah. you know, theater, even if it's in Podunk, USA, in some mm-hmm. little hole in the wall and there's always a stage to do theater mm-hmm. somewhere. It doesn't have to be Broadway. No. And I don't really care. In other words, if someone were to call me and say, hey, are you free? X and such, such a day, we've got to play. Would you mind? You're there. You'd be surprised how seriously I would consider that. Oh, wow. I mean, if it's not interfering with what I've got in the schedule and I've got it, I would go do it. It doesn't have yeah, I would like to do a show on Broadway, but it doesn't have to be. Right. Yeah, it doesn't have to be. I always say the world's a stage. Every time I walk down the streets of New York City, you'll find me skipping, dancing, singing. So I just love it. And I have a background. Yeah, I have a background in musical theater. So it's like, yeah. (laughs) So it just goes hand in hand. But just talk about making critical and conscious decisions about your career. Now, for quite some time when when Tyler Perry first started creating content you know there was a conversation amongst people just talking about some people thought it was a little bit um, buffoonery but then we started to see the content get more serious okay I love the direction that Tyler Perry is going I never thought that but are you wh- talking specifically in all of his shows or our shows? no all of his shows All of his shows. shows. So considering that that was a conversation that people had saying that some of his content was a little bit buffoonish, were you a little bit nervous to take this role and be classified with a a media outlet that people were saying it's a little bit buffoonery? Okay. Hmm. That loaded question. Yes. Uh, Here's Tanya. Sorry. I I forgot. I I do not. I said your name wrong. I'm sorry. Um, Um, let me speak to the buffoonery. Okay. I do. Okay, I do know from my friends have told me this because mm-hmm. I didn't look at it that way. That my my black friends uh-huh. uh, said not the ones that work with TP, not my close friends, but some of the African American community. Uh, they told me that some of them felt that uh, Mr. Perry was making fun of. Uh, the black race or the African or, or their lot in life or whatever. And I thought, okay, have we looked at white sitcoms anytime lately? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it, they are just as buffoonery. Yeah. They are just as really ridiculous mm-hmm. to the point. Watch, watch some children's networks 
and I'm not going to say them out loud. Mm-hmm. But watch some children's networks. And I mean, it's not meant to be quality television. It's and not. I, I, yes, I just said that out loud. on. And I concur. Um, as far as, and I love Medea. Mm-hmm. Speaking to myself, I love Medea. Diary of a Met Black Woman came out at a time in my life that it became my psychiatrist. <laughs> and I watched it over and over. I had gone through a very similar situation. And it got me through a very rough time, and I'm not the only one that has said that. Mm-hmm. I always wanted to work for Tyler Perry. Mm-hmm. I like his films because whether they were quote-unquote flawed by the masses, they were still preaching or reaching to a, an audience yeah. that, that was speaking to. Mm-hmm. And you may not like Tyler Perry's work. You may not like, you might think, well, he doesn't do this, this, and this. But a lot of people do. And there's and the way I look at Tyler Perry's work is that he's not for everybody. Right. But he's for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And and you know what? He laughs all the way to the bank over it. And by, by that, in that, we are still, my show alone, which has gotten praise and criticism, mm-hmm. is still the number one show at 9 o'clock on Tuesday night. Yes. And we're in the top five cable shows of the whole week. Yes. We are still the number one mm-hmm. show on OWN right. over Queen Sugar and over Greenleaf. Mm. That those people don't have that reputation that Tyler has good and bad. Right. But they like the message which he continues to bring. No, he may not. And, you know... On the financial level, we work with a lesser budget mm-hmm. than a lot of than than Chandra Rhymes does. Right, but we still bring a very good product, and people want to see it. Yes, hence and, that's why um, social media is ablaze every time the have and the exactly. have nots airs. Yeah. So I was never fear. I was he he films faster than people that 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 you know I was a little scared because mm-hmm. of his baptism by fire, but it's never. I feel like the poor man gets a little bit of a bad rap sometimes Mm -hmm. because at the end of the day, they miss the point. Yes. Because there are a lot of Emmy-nominated shows out there Mm -hmm. that I wouldn't give to some. Okay. And you said it nicely. I would have said it a different way. (laughs) I'm being extremely nice. And they are nominated every yes. year. Somebody spoke out this week, actually, mm-hmm. on Variety and Deadline. A, a an, an Emmy voter person mm-hmm. came out and said most of the shows that are, most, not all, not all, but a lot of the shows that are getting Emmy noms, people don't even watch. So true. I don't even watch the Emmys anymore because every time, you know, they, they are. Yeah, every time. I, I'm like, what is this show? What is? I don't know what they're talking about. I agree. And there's, and I'm saying this on national radio. <laughs> I love this. My career is probably ending today. Because I'm being so careful. Um, and I've been saying this for years. And so I have no problem saying this now that some of the Emmy voters have come out and say it, said it. Now, there are some things that are going to win Emmys that I completely agree with. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean these shows are not good. Right. But they are not. There's 50 million shows out now. Mm-hmm. Really good shows. Yeah. And they're never, ever being acknowledged. So true. So we're constantly nominating the same five actors mm-hmm. and actresses and the same five shows and categories. And I'm, really? Yeah. Yeah. And listen, 
I am not even putting the have and have nots in that category. I'm not saying that we should get a nod. Well, I'll say it. You should. You should. I'm talking about shows that other shows. I mean, yeah, I think we should get a nod. But if you don't want a nod to us, there are a lot of other ones that deserve a nod. Yeah. You know? So true. So true. Oh, wow. Well, you know, thank you for being honest with your answer. I really do um, appreciate that. I'm being very honest. And I feel like I can't. You know, I'm not hurting anybody. I'm not naming names. Right, I'm not no. criticizing an organization or an individual. Right. I'm speaking, I'm basically saying what a lot of people think. Yes, you are. You are. And, and- yeah, and I can honestly say that I've been in productions before, uh, theatrical productions, that I thought, well, it's cute, but, you know, mm-hmm. come if you don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that type of thing. So. Yes. <laughs> well, well, I, I, I always something out there for everybody. Yes, there is. But it seems as if the have and the have nots is for just about everyone. So thank you for you know just being um, an actress who people can relate to, and um, and like I said, y- your character it resonates with a lot of people. It is in the conversations of, of many people. So it lets you know that you're doing a great job. Well, so if anyone hasn't you. told you today that you are doing a phenomenal job, Sonia on Air is going to tell you, you are doing amazingly. Thank you. Well, I've been, I, I've said this before in interviews and I hope I can, you know, 50 million people may not be able to relate to someone like Catherine who has 50 million plus dollars. Mm-hmm. No, I said this wrong. <laughs> 50 million people cannot relate to having $50 million. Mm-hmm. Well, but they can relate to her $50 million problems. Or oh, I, I forgot my own quote. I like that. That's like that Jay-Z song. song. I got 99 problems. I love it. Well, we get the point. We get the point, yeah, Renee. I, I said it all wrong. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we get it. But you know what we want to do is we have to wrap up um, this show and also the interview. But because now it's confirmed that you are very active on social media, especially Twitter, what is your Twitter handle so my listeners can follow you on Twitter? Ms. Renee Lawless. There you go. Well, you enjoy the rest of your visit here in New York City and all of the Broadway Thank shows. You. And we Thank will continue you. to watch the have and the have nots. And we're looking forward to the next season. Thank you so much for being a guest on Sonia On Air. We appreciate you and we love you immensely. Thank you. Thank you so much, Sonia. I appreciate that so much. Take care. It was great time. Great to be speaking with you. Thank you. Bye-bye. 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 Right, bye-bye. Yay. Yes, I had a great, great time. Are we off the air? No. <laughs> you have to hang up. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> I guess who doesn't want to go? I had a great time with you on Sionaire today. Um, each and every show, it is nothing but an amazing guest. People that I watch on television, I'm listening to their songs, I'm reading their books, and I want to bring them to you so that now you have tangible examples of what success looks like. Now we're not just looking at them on television or buying their albums or their books, but now you can see them. Now you can hear them from me. I'm just like your average girl. You're around the way girl who is doing big things, and thank you for your support. So we're just going to ride out. Um, on this show and um, thank you for tuning in stay true stay beautiful and stay you
burning sweet sensation, no escape. 